He was the king of 80s Australian quiz shows, but moonlighted as a crooner singing songs of faith for Christ. Find out which TV legend we're talking about next on Wonderland Vinyl. Welcome to Wonderland Vinyl. This is the podcast where we find the cheapest secondhand records we can and do our very best to give them a fair and honest review. My name is Tess, and sitting next to me, as always, is Cat. Hello. How are you going? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I think you uh, you canoed over here today, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had to, yeah, fight my way through like floods and um, yeah, I'm a bit, bit soggy, but uh, but glad for the rain. Look, for anyone who's who's listening, who's not from the eastern seaboard of Australia. We're having a lot of weather right now. <laughs> just um, all of the weather. And I apologize that this has just become the podcast where we complain about <laughs> the weather every week. But it's it's been we've been living through major drought. Everything was on fire for a while. And now it's everything's just underwater. Been torrential downpour for about three or four days straight. Yep. And it's it's flooding. Now things are flooding. Mm-hmm. So but you know, you can't complain about you know rain. what it is? It's what? a it's a Bible story. We are atoning for our sins. Yes, I think um, next uh, Thursday we're scheduled for a locust play. Oh, very good. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, that's what's happening. You'll you'll probably be able to hear a bit of that being picked up on the mics. We'll do our best to to make it sound, yeah, not like we're totally underwater and the gutters <laughs> are overflowing because they are. But um, today, Cat, I'm very excited uh, to be doing this record that we're doing um it's a familiar face for many yes um is he a familiar face for you for sure yeah Yeah. so we've got tony barber and the album is you'll never walk alone 16 songs of peace and love now tony barber of course was the host of just about every tv quiz show in the 80s in australia yeah including 90s probably most prominently sale of the century Uh uh-huh um, which we used to watch a little bit of when we were kids. Do, do you have memories of it? Uh, not so much Sale of the Century. Like I remember Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, The Price is Right. Yeah. And Burjo's Catchphrase. Okay. Those, yeah. those were the quiz shows of my like primary school days. Yeah. No, I, I, I only have very vague memories. I think we, we watched it maybe when I was, I want to say like younger than seven. Oh, you know, okay. So, yeah. Oh, I didn't have any time for that kind of stuff when I was younger than seven. It oh, was you were busy? Ca- ca- no, <laughs> cartoons or nothing. <laughs> well, no, I think this was just like it was mum's time, you know. We'd have our okay. afternoon, you know, ABC Kids shows and then this was after dinner, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it was on at, um, I don't know, seven o'clock or something, mm. which is, you know, just about nearly bedtime when so you're the, that age. <laughs> in my household, the kids and the parents, we would like split up into the different TV areas. Oh, hang on. We had two TVs. You had two TVs? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Were you guys millionaires? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Unless we've lost a lot of money, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably very impressive. If, you, if you'd have told me that as a seven-year-old kid that you lived, came from a two-TV household, I would have been very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, we, we used to catch a bit of it. And um, I, you know, in the process of researching this record, I've – been watching old episodes there's quite a few old episodes of 80s sale of the century on youtube and i feel like the people who put those kinds of 
things on YouTube are the true unsung heroes Just of our God, age. God bless them, oh, really. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's what we need. <laughs> yes. The heroes we we have but that we don't deserve. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's become my favorite thing to watch these shows because, I mean, it, it's it's that, first of all, that instant hit of nostalgia. Like uh-huh. when I heard the theme song. And the sound of the buzzers and stuff, I was just like, transported (laughs) back. But I had no idea that good old Tony, our mate, released music. I had no idea he was a musician. Yeah, neither did I until I happened upon this record um, in the op shop. Uh, which Where'd you find it? It came from a Vinnie's at North Parramatta. And how much was it? I paid $3 for it. Ooh, $3. Well, yeah. uh, according to Discogs, how much is it worth actually? Uh, I reckon probably about $6 on average. Mm. People are spending $6 on this? Okay, okay. Apparently. All right, all right. But look, there are some. Big Tony Barber fans out there. Barber fans. Um, what would you call like the the group of oh, the group. Barber groupies? Barbarians. Barbarians. No, I like barbarians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we will be barbarians by the end of this, uh, you know, record. I'll tell you what. This I'm, review. I am well on my way to be oh, truly? an official barbarian. Well, can you get it online? Can you find? You can't get it online. No, no. Is, this is. LP only. Ah, uh, well, that's so, probably why it costs so much. Yeah, that's right. You have to check your local op shop. Uh-huh. Should we talk about the cover? I think we have to. <laughs> so we've got Tony. He's standing. Um, he's dressed in a smart sports coat and a sort of stripy blue shirt with no tie. It's all very, uh, what do you call, smart casual. I would call it smart casual. And he's standing in front of a body of water. You know, it's probably the ocean or a lake. It's kind of calm, though. Mm. Um, he's in At that. At either sunset or sunrise. It's, yeah, it's the golden hour, oh, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, the light is just dappling. It's wonderful. It is bouncing off his full and bushy head of hair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he is just exuding the confidence of a man who has just been Deeply marinating in success uh-huh. for some time now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He is saying to, so he's staring, I would say, wistfully off into the distance. Yes. And he's just saying to himself, Tony Barber, you are the best. You're doing it. <laughs> you are living the dream. Everyone loves you. Just fucking sing some songs and everyone's going to love it. Absolutely. Uh Or I like, as you observed a little while ago, he could also just be looking at the titles directly (laughs) to the left of him (laughs) because we've also got like half of the cover is. It's the actual list of songs. It's the list of songs and it's every song. Yeah, it's not. It's not just like featuring this hit. It's like this is all the songs here. I feel like he has, you know, been given the task of, you know, what are the couple of main hits that's going to bring people in here. And he's tried and he's um and he's like, you know what? All of them are a winner. They're all we need, good. <laughs> we need to include every single one of them on the cover so people are, you know, they immediately know how great this is. Yeah. And they're all, there's not an original song on here. They're all no. 
covers. He's not mm. a songwriter. No. Yeah, I think even Tony Barber knows that we need a little bit more than just Tony Barber to sell this record. The (laughs) Nanas of Australia need a little bit more to go on. They need to know what songs he's singing. And and they're all, they're either, um, they're all sort of loosely linked together with the theme of, of songs of peace and love. Um, There's a few religious songs there. There's a few um, old like musical songs. There's a few sort of, vaguely contemporary hits although i want to say like most of these contemporary hits are probably at least 10 years old by this Mm. stage shall we look at the back yeah oh boy (laughs) that is pink (laughs) it is so pink (laughs) what the hell there's just like like a full half of the back cover is just an advertisement for another one of his records for another album yeah yeah just (laughs) like just in case you're already bored of this one yeah and he's not smart casual in this other album. He is black tie. Yeah. This that is, is a tux. This is smart, smart. Uh-huh. Smart, smart. <laughs> and again, every single song that is on this other record is listed. Yeah. Just, you know. And this is another religious one as well, I think. Mm. It's called I Believe. And you've got, a, you've got like the Lord is my shepherd and, and the Lord's prayer and Amazing Grace and, yeah, so, I, I mean. they might be just all, like, church songs. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if, like, you haven't figured this out by now. Tony Little Barber's, he's a Catholic and he's he's pretty open and, you know, devout about his faith. Mm. He's literally singing it from the rooftops. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, um, look, I'm excited about listening to this album. Perhaps we should take a small break. And when we get back, we'll jump in and listen to Tony Barber's You'll Never Walk Alone, 16 songs of peace and love. I love that subtitle. Well, then maybe we won't <laughs> listen to all 16. <laughs> Bye. Oh, God. <laughs> back to one dollar vinyl you just heard a snippet of uh, the tv and radio advertising campaign that actually launched tony barber to stardom uh, it was for cambridge cigarettes and that was known as the cambridge whistler it was a massive campaign that was across radio and tv and they had stunt events mm. with the Cambridge Whistler walking Giveaways. through Martin Place and you had to go and find him and ring in the radio yeah, station. Yeah, and like competitions to win a dollar. And so this was during the time that Tony, he was working as an entertainer um, in like nightclubs and and hotel talent competitions, I think. He was also what working. Was his, what was his talent? Like what did Well, he, he was a do? compare. Like he was the host of the show. Oh, okay. And then he also um, apparently honed his skills for a while as a Paul Anker impersonator. I don't know who Paul, Paul Anker is. I mean, he was just a singing just guy. Just a dude? Yeah. Okay. And at the same time, he was working as an advertising executive and he cast himself in this Cambridge commercial. <laughs> so he was now- given the task <laughs> as the advertising executive to find this you know, new yeah. face slash whistler for this huge campaign. And he's like, you know what? I know someone who'll be perfect for this. Me. You're looking at him. 
Look, I can tell you it happens. I work in advertising. Oh, it yeah? happens a lot because oh, sometimes okay. it's just hard to find someone and you just, you just, you know, go to the person sitting in the desk next to you and go, hey, uh-huh. <laughs> do you want to do this today? <laughs> or maybe if you had the confidence of Tony Barber, maybe you'd say to yourself, hey, yeah. time to step up. Who knows up. how many things he tried to cast himself <laughs> in before they let him do this. <laughs> so was but he actually it- whistling? Well, look, there's a bit of debate. It's said that, um, you know, he rose to stardom as this thing and it got him noticed and then he eventually got some hosting, TV hosting gigs out of it. Mm-hmm. He was definitely in the television commercial, but um, we just looked up the video of the promotion and there's a lot of people underneath saying, hey, did you know that that was Tony Barber doing that? And 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 then... There's this one person commenting underneath several times called Brett H who is saying Tony it only mimed the whistling in the ad. It was actually someone else who what was is, doing the actual whistling. What is the life of Brett H like? Where, I Honestly, don't know where he gets this insight. <laughs> like to be trolling through YouTube videos and then to like just be, I assume, seething, just like, all oh, these people think it's Tony Barber. It's not Tony Barber. He was miming it. There was this some, fella called Whittaker. No, let me. Some wrongs that need to be righted on the internet. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you again. Let me tell yeah. you again. <laughs> Look, Brett H is fighting the good fight. Or perhaps he's just dragging Tony yeah. Barber's name through the mud. Either way, look, it's a, it's a good whistle. Yeah, true. And, um, and you know, I think Tony Barber probably had the last laugh because uh, he had an extremely successful career on television because of it. And we're talking about him as if you can get any better than that. We sure are. I wonder, like, how do you become a good whistler? Like, I'm an okay whistler, but I'm not that good. I think you have to, you have to live a male life for <laughs> at least... 70 years, and you have to have grandchildren. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the key to becoming a good whistler because I don't think there's anyone on, on earth who's a good whistler who's not an old granddad. <laughs> <laughs> My granddad was a really good whistler, actually. And, well, and he yeah. had those, I mean, because he was a granddad, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. But he had these, like, you know, he could bend the notes and do little trills and yeah. stuff and just uh, all that time pottering around in a garden shed. Oh, that's, that's totally, where the secrets yeah. to, to good mm, whistling are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, look, there's no doubt that he was a pretty great um, professional TV host. So for what it's worth, he hosted not just Sale of the Century, but he also went on to host Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud, uh, Jeopardy for a while. There was an Australian version of Jeopardy, Temptation. He started off doing a show called The Great Temptation. Mm -hmm. And then that turned into Sale of the Century. So he's, you know, he did it for decades. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was pretty good at it. One of the things I love so much about watching all those 80s episodes of um, Sale of the Century was that, like, he's just so good at just just talking shit, just off the cuff hosting. Yeah, just and filling just, the air. Just, yeah. yeah, filling the air with, you know, his charisma. And I love how stark a contrast it is to the actual contestants <laughs> yes. because I think – I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of quiz shows now, but I think people are a little bit better at being on TV now. And me- perhaps they have um, sort of people behind the scenes who are like pumping them up and getting them and excited to them. be on TV. Mm. Um, 
because now you see someone on like Family Feud or something and, and it's like, you know, and we've got, you know, Lisa from New South Wales and she's just like, woo, I'm a TV. <laughs> you know? Whereas these 80s episodes of Sound of the Century, everyone's just so serious and so solemn. Mm. They're all dressed in their Sunday best. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, of course, just like brilliant 80s fashion, They're thick, big glasses and uh, boofy hair. and, and some, Somehow looking like sailors. Yeah, the women are all wearing sailor dresses yeah. <laughs> like, with these huge collars and the men have all got like suits with full ties and like, you know, flowers in their lapels and yeah. stuff. And, you know, you got Tony Barber just sort of just, just rattling off the cuff, you know, like just great hosting gold. Hey, you're on TV. How you going? And they always cut to the person. They're like, um, <laughs> good, thanks. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they have to cut away before they can even answer because, yeah. It's, yeah it's, they can't keep up. They can't keep up with Tony Barber. Yeah. Shall we get into You'll Never Walk Alone, 16 Songs of Peace and Love? Yeah, so let's find out if he's as good a singer as he is. A talker. A TV host. Talker. <laughs> man. Talker, man. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're going to jump into this is track two on side A, um, and <laughs> Tony Barber's listed it as the sounds of silence, which is of course incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so it is. It is in fact a cover of Simon and Garfunkel's "The Sounder of Silence," but he's just done that like classic Australian thing of of pluralizing <laughs> everything. Near enough. <laughs> yeah, there's multiple sounds here yeah. that are also that are all silent. <laughs> uh-huh. Like he's just like not grasped the the concept of the song. Like yeah. you know, there is no si- sound of silence, but he's like, no, no, listen, there's that sound and that sound and that sound. <laughs> yeah. There's several sounds. All the silences within the silence. <laughs> yeah. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its God, listen to that voice. Yes. So it's, you know, in terms of like the arrangement and the way it, the instruments and the music is being played, it's pretty similar to the yeah. original. He's yeah, not bringing anything like new to the cover apart from just the gloriousness of Tony Barber. Yeah, but without the vision like <laughs> I his, his voice is thin like it's yeah. and you know what I'm getting I'm getting like low effort yeah like he's not even like taking a full breath I mean compared to the the warmth and nuance and and the full sort of and the beautiful harmonies in the Simon original like, voices like they haven't even like layered his own voice to try and harmonize yeah, no, like that would have been a pretty easy thing to do, I feel. Yeah, he's taking on like a big mantle, uh huh, and more or less phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like confidence personified. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's you know I think we've discovered a few records like this of um, singers that aren't songwriters mm. and they throw in a few modern songs mm-hmm. and to me that's just like a very it's just a weird thing I mean I don't know you just don't see it now I feel like it's lazy yeah it's basically karaoke yeah yeah and honestly I have seen much better karaoke performances than this than this one by Tony Barber 
Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a lot of faith, I think, in his audience. He's just like, yeah, they'll enjoy this. <laughs> because it's totally up. But yeah, his voice, you're right. It's not, like, it's fine. It's not bad. But I wouldn't Gosh, say it's... Gosh, it's verging on it, though. <laughs> it's it's really just straddling the line. I mean, it's, it's a little between... high and it's a little teeny. Yeah. And it. I'll be honest with you, at times it does sound ever so slightly off key. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He was, um... But I imagine he's, like, the kind of guy who just refuses to do a second take. Yes, absolutely. That's what I was just about to say. Sale of the Century, like, clearly they did not take any more than one take. And he's just the same. He's, like, walked into the the record studio, recording studio, and he's just like, all right, let's get this done in half an hour, gents. Yeah. I've got lunch booked at the Epping Chinese restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he... Was famous for being a one-take wonder on Sale of the Century. Oh, sure. So yep. much so that there's actually clips um, of episodes that went to air with, you know, pretty amazing sort of flubs in them and stuff. And there was one episode where they introduced the cash jackpot at the end of mm. the week, I guess. And so, you know, the big prize on Sale of the Century was usually a car mm-hmm. and at one point they added the cash jackpot to this and and – how they sort of visually represented that was that a physical box of money would lower down from the ceiling next to the car. Dramatic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. Um, Big production values Mm. in TV in those days. And uh, the first time they actually did this, it lowered down and it lowered down directly on top of Tony and clocked (laughs) him in there. (laughs) He gets a big like an amble in an Acme um, <laughs> yes. cartoon, and he gets a big smack like, to the head, and he kind of like ducks out of the way. And but you know they were like Tony, do you want to do that again? And he's just like, Nah, let's keep going. Because <laughs> they 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 did like I don't know six episodes in a day or something. Oh you yeah, know? And he's they, like, come on, hurry they had up. to just churn through them. And to be fair, I don't think anyone could have predicted that we would be watching it like on like our magic boxes yeah totally in 2020 that's right with such scrutiny Uh (laughs) uh-huh and with such cynicism no one would have been able to predict the amount of scrutiny that just exists in our current oh i know yeah you can't get away with anything now but yeah i mean you're right it would have gone air once and it would have just disappeared yeah and so and so with that one take you know gift slash laziness that he had <laughs> and with his supreme confidence he's done the same with this uh you know musically yeah he's probably brought that yeah and yeah. It, yeah it does the songs do sound a little bit thrown away mm. what have we got next next is is my favorite track on the album so this is a song called desiderata ah and it's actually less of a song and more of a spoken word poem um it was a poem that it was written in the 30s but during the 60s, it became very trendy. Mm. I was about to say went viral. <laughs> Things didn't go viral. <laughs> they did not back then. <laughs> Unless, you know, you went and saw a doctor. <laughs> yeah, so everyone used to have it on sort of posters in their yep. houses and stuff. Right next to, like, hang in their kitty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very – it was sort of an inspirational, like, guide to living kind of poem. Uh-huh. And during the 70s, a couple of – there was a bit of a trend of people recording it um, 
and releasing it as a, a devotional recording. Mm. So it wasn't sort of specifically religious, but it it's sort of spiritual in its nature. Yeah. Yeah. So let's have a listen to Desiderata. Got a bit of a prepubescent choir going on there. Yes, that is actually, in fact, the Australian... Hang on. Australian Boys right. Choir? Australian Boys Choir. Um, so they're an institution that have been around for some time. And they were the ones that were in the original Qantas ads, I think. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Oh, man. This Australian twang that he's got. Even the dull and ignorant. Uh, doesn't really, like, provide the gravitas that I feel that this no. uh, spoken word... And it's funny that you say gravitas because this song has been famously done by some people with, yeah, very good and authoritative voices. Um, our favourite Kamal yes. released a copy of this. But yeah, on um, the record that we looked at in our second episode. Was it? Yeah, oh, it wow. was just on the other side that we didn't actually listen to. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. Um, it also was pretty famously covered by Leonard Nimoy. <gasps> that would have been great. Yes. Although, Keep interested in I feel like William Shatner like is the the one who should have done it because done a good job too. that's yeah. like what he did for a while. Just like did spoken word versions of songs. <laughs> it would have really fit with what his his deal was for a while there. But yeah, Tony Tony here sounds like he's about a breath away from you know announcing prizes on tonight's show. <laughs> so like go placidly, immense the noise and haste on your new jet ski. <laughs> But I mean, maybe he sounds, maybe this familiar and and not authoritative voice is a good vehicle for, you know, dispensing advice. Maybe it sounds more like, you know, he's a familiar voice for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it sounds more like a friend or or okay. a neighbour giving okay. you okay. some of this. I see what you're going for. You're going for trying to find any kind of redeeming quality, and uh, I counter with, "Nah, it's shit." I don't agree. I think he has not got what it takes to do Desi Dorada justice. Whatever well, look, and I love it. And oh, you do? Oh, good. <laughs> Keep at peace with your soul. With all its sham... There's some killer triangle work, work in here, too. I, I, I'm appreciating the triangle Ooh, yes. going on in the background. Ding, da, da, ding, da, ding, do you think that's ding, tones? Ding. Oh, it could be. <laughs> or just, like, one kid in the choir, just, like, really yeah. just, like... <laughs> just hammering it going, out. Going nuts with the triangle. <laughs> It reminded me actually of um, the sunscreen song. That, oh yes, that went viral. Wow, why do I keep saying going viral? <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible phrase. Um, it was song. big. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Oh, we could make one. Yeah, uh, something about things going viral. Something yeah. about uh, <laughs> what's modern. I feel like you know. I, think, not- I feel like my modern advice would just be like 
Stay off the internet. <laughs> it will only make <laughs> you right. very unhappy. Don't. But listen to podcasts because <laughs> they're heaps good. <laughs> Don't bother reading any of the comments. Everyone on the internet is full of shit. Yeah. Especially Brett never, H. Never read the comments on YouTube. <laughs> that includes you, Brett H. <laughs> All right, this is this is what we'll do as our as our next um, next uh, project. creative project. Yeah, yeah okay, good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, Desi Dorada is great, and I want to play it at my funeral. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Julie noted. <laughs> but specifically this one? the Tony, Tony Barber. Yeah, specifically oh the Tony gosh. Barber version. <laughs> okay. Oh dear, this is. No, look, it's it's terrible. Look, <laughs> <let's>... <laughs> no, you've said it. No take back scenes. I'm playing it at your funeral. Like, just even if I can't get a hold of, like, the audio, like, stuff, I'm just going to play it from my phone. I'm just going <laughs> to. Did I ever tell you what um, Ed, my husband, once played at his funeral? Well, no, tell me. <laughs> it's a video. Yeah. Of, um, what's his name? Rolf the dog from The Muppets. Yeah. Singing What a Wonderful World. <laughs> And stroking a real life puppy. <laughs> it is the best thing on the internet, hands down. We'll put a link to it down our show notes. Yeah, we will. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's a very important piece of media. Uh-huh. Look, I think let's move on to side B of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one song that I feel like Tony did reasonably well. Like over over all okay. the others, I think okay. he did a better job at this song than at some of the others. This is called She Believes in Me. While she lay sleeping I stay out late at night and play my songs And sometimes all the nights can seem so long And it's good when I finally make it home All alone While she lays dreaming I try to get up now this was this song was a massive hit in 1979 for Kenny Rogers, who you might know as um, the He's, duet partner, yeah, with Dolly Parton on Islands and Street. That is that is what I was thinking of. Is he he is a country singer, right? Yeah, that's right. Is this quite yeah. a different um, sounding version? It's not country sounding now. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely less country than yeah. than Kenny's version. Mm. Um, I think the original version was. Someone else as well, but I oh sure I can't remember now. George, someone. <laughs> George, someone. Yeah, Trust he's me. my favourite. <laughs> um, I've got about as much authority as Brett H on that one. But. Yeah, <laughs> I really like how we're digging into Brett H. <laughs> but it's a really lovely song of of marital devotion mm-hmm. and the sort of complications and the ups and downs that a marriage can go through. Yeah. And I feel like Tony might know a little bit about that because he was married for 40 years Mm. to his wife, Helen, who very sadly um, died of pancreatic cancer. Oof. But they were, you know, he was a family man and he was, was, I think, quite devoted to her from Mm. what I can see. And so perhaps this is a song that's... A bit closer to his heart, yeah, and so, it's, he, so it's coming out a little bit. I feel like it's just coming out a little bit more naturally for him. Yeah, I do feel like the style of music does suit his voice better than yeah, the, the other Yeah, it's a ones. little easier than some of yeah. the others. I mean, he's picked songs on this album that are like 
Like the first Deep. one is I'll Walk With God, which is a Mario Lanza song, who is a, like an incredible, you a know. A huge voice. Opera. Yeah, yeah, huge voice. Yeah. And he, he doesn't reach <laughs> the standard. Um, you know, and those, uh, I mean, those are choices that he's made, you know, like, and he's. Like, I feel like it's the same choice as putting himself in the ad. Like, yeah. he's just. He's just got supreme confidence uh-huh. in himself. Yeah. Which. Maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe we could all do with a little bit more Tony Barber confidence. <laughs> sure. All right. I'm going to do, uh, like, <laughs> covers of Adele and uh, Dolly Parton. And uh, <laughs> i tell you what, if you were the king of Australian television quiz shows at uh-huh. that time and you'd been doing it for decades, you probably could and you'd probably get away with it. Mm, okay. Which, yeah, I guess he did. This is, this is what he's trading on, I think, yeah. really. Like, yeah. no one's buying this album because of his incredible voice. Correct. Yeah. Or at all. <laughs> Do we know, like, uh, if it actually sold very well? No, there's, I don't think there's a lot of stats. He did record five albums. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know, like... I wonder if it I goes. I don't know who's bankrolling like- it, and I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it might be a bit of a vanity project. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. I think he's doing a fair job. Oh, I and think the orchestration. you're very generous. <laughs> I, think the, I think the, you know, the arrangements, the music and stuff, it's sort of just exactly where it should be. He's got the choir, oh, that just, boy's you've choir. You've just named all the things that he has nothing to do with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like everyone behind the scenes. It's, yeah, re- they it's did- produced really yeah. well. <laughs> It's like he's asked you your opinion and you, not liking what he's produced, like find all the other things. Oh God, Tony, I really like your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the front, the front photo is really just glorious. It's good font on the yeah. cover. <laughs> I really like the shade of pink in uh, on the back cover. <laughs> like he's given it a red hot go. He's given it's... it a red hot go. Yeah. And... Well, has he though? He's given it a, a warm... <laughs> Uh, a warm pink go. Yeah. Ew, no! <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Look, I think it might be a good time to take yeah, a break. Yeah, okay, take a break. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> when we get back, uh, let's let's wrap it up and, and talk about our conclusions of Tony Barber's warm pink go. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it. I'm so Sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to Wonder Vinyl. You just heard a clip of Tony Barber singing a song by great Australian band Regurgitator. And it was during the time when Regurgitator were doing their band in a bubble stunt, mm-hmm. which was back in I remember this. 2004. And they lived in a bubble. Yeah. In so a- in, in Federation Square, they had this like, you know, glass prison where they lived and recorded an entire album. Uh, in, during three weeks or over something. Over a three-week three yeah. period. Yeah. Um, and 
I guess they had to be concert at the end. Yeah. And for some reason, which I can't quite figure out. It is inexplicable. Tony Barber came and sang. Because why? Like he didn't do a good job either. But like. No, but I tell you what, the audience are friggin' loving it. (laughs) And he is having the time of his life. Oh, yeah. He is grooving around on stage. He's dressed once again in a suit and tie. Uh huh. (laughs) (laughs) He is just feeding off a crowd. Like this is this is him in a nutshell, just loving attention he is a consummate professional entertainer yeah and that i think this sort of thing is just what he was born to do and he is still doing it he what yeah i mean like he the song's not appeared that long. a few um <laughs> he's still singing now <laughs> he's still in that bubble <laughs> in federation square we couldn't get him out no, he's, he's still, you know, you can still hire him as a celebrity speaker. He's, he's, oh, he's, well, I figured out what I want to do so, for my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Barber got, reads your yeah. eulogy. Yes. Do you, oh, know, no, do you think he'd come, come running out like he did on Sale the oh Century God, every yes. week? He always ran out the door. Like, <laughs> we're like, we have, you know, we're all gathered here today <laughs> to commemorate the so life I can walk away with lady. my ashes. <laughs> And then Tony Barber just comes barreling out the doors. Hey, how y'all doing? Like, uh, no, I take all of that back. I'm not playing his version of Desi Dorado at your funeral. I yeah. am hiring him yeah. to perform it. Okay. That's what right. I'm doing. Okay. Yep. I'll be happy with that. Yeah. Well, you won't have a choice. I won't be there, but, yeah. you know, everyone else will be happy. Yeah. <laughs> but you can still hire him as a celebrity speaker now. He's He recently... Um, or, you know, semi-recently, was on Dancing with the Stars for a huh. few episodes. I don't think he lasted very long, but, hmm. um, you know. Yeah, good for him. He's, he's just, he's still reasonably active. Hmm. And, you know, I think he likes entertaining people. I think that's... I think that's fairly obvious. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me your thoughts about this record in general. Look, so in general, I think, like we said before, it's his voice is fair but it's not great Mm. um he sort of he doesn't bring much to the covers themselves and they're basically it's basically like listening to karaoke Mm. having said that i think that if we happen to see him singing live at this time like in his heyday he probably would have been very entertaining you know yeah Yeah. if you'd gone along to an rsl or something and he would have been like striding through the crowd, <laughs> yeah, like totally. putting his hand on people's shoulders and singing directly <laughs> to them. He probably would have been singing into one of those like 70s microphones <laughs> that was just a stick, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh, and- <laughs> to be fair, you would have been stoked. <laughs> yeah, he would yeah. have been a great live presence, I mm. feel. But for a record that, you know, by design, mm-hmm. you you put on and spin multiple times it's mm-hmm. i don't think it really holds up mm. I, agree. I, th- I think that the it's an interesting idea that he has put out a religious record mm-hmm. i think that um you know even though you know christianity in the 80s in australia was probably well, i mean was more mainstream oh for sure less sort of derided mm. um but it still, I don't think it would have necessarily have sparked dollar signs in record executives' eyes. No, like, yeah, I'm sure it was a passion project. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and so I think that the song choices are probably pretty personal to him, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, just makes it an interesting artifact of his career, I think. Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. 
for me, I think it's just a reflection of how awesome it was to just be a mediocre white male in the <laughs> in the 80s. You yeah, could totally. just do whatever. Like, like, I think that life in the 80s for Tony Barber would have been a fucking blast. Uh-huh. Like, he would have been having such a good time. Uh-huh. Uh, he's got, you know, Grundy television money to blow um, <laughs> and he's got, like, people blowing sufficient smoke up his ass that uh-huh. he can confidently just say, you know, why the hell not mm. record an album of karaoke <laughs> covers <laughs> that he's done very little groundwork for and, you know, has has basically just sort of, thrown away in the recordings and, and go. just going, that's done. We'll go yeah. a day. Where this is good. <laughs> and then he's gone off for like a boozy showbiz cocaine lunch. And that's exactly <laughs> what has happened. He probably didn't do cocaine, but you know, <laughs> uh, it was the eighties test. I ever almost did. Yeah. So do you think you'll hang on to this record? Will it make your collection? Uh, I mean, it, it, it. Just say it, Tess. It's it- not going to make <laughs> You don't have to be nice. It made me, um, you know, remember and appreciate him for the entertainer that he was. No, I don't think that it's a it's a record that I want to listen to multiple times, and you know, put on at parties. (laughs) Yeah, if you put this on while we're over for dinner or a party or something, (laughs) it could could be a bit of a room clearer. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Tony Barber, good on you. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy for him. You know. You're happy for him. I think he's just blessed. had a nice life. Yeah. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. What do you reckon it's worth? Like if, if someone was a particular Tony Barber fan and they saw it on the shelf of a store somewhere, what should they pay for it? Uh, you know, I think – I don't think it's worth any more than a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> for Sounds novelty right. value. Yeah. Um, if you want to – you know, if you particularly like these songs – Go listen to the other ones. Go listen to the original versions because they're much better. (laughs) Well, you know, that's all about all I have to say about Tony Barber. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, If you have any particular memories of Tony Barber that you'd like to share, hit us up on our social pages, on our Facebook. uh, And you can email us at $1vinyl at gmail.com. You can also find all the notes, the show notes of all the videos we've been referencing and talking about on $1vinyl.com. And please chuck us a rating or a review on iTunes. That would be fab. Maybe we can become as successful and famous as Tony Barber. God willing. (laughs) Next week, we're going to listen to a great American hero. Some might say the greatest American hero, Joey Scarberry. Um, So look forward to that one because it actually is a really good record. Um, And remember, as Tony Barber says, listen to the dull and ignorant. They too have their story. Which couldn't be truer than for us. Case in point right here. (laughs) See you later. Bye. Bye. This is a Grundy television production for the Nine Network Australia. Peter Smith speaking.